One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. We don't usually chat on Sundays, but it has been a bit too wild of a day in the football world for us not to have a conversation. So let's get into it. The last day of the Premier League season happened today, and we obviously said farewell to a few of our our teams that have been in the Premier League. One of them been in there for a while. Two of them, I suppose, have been in there for a while. And Southampton and Leicester leads, I think, established as a Premier League club overall, but only been around for the last three seasons, and now they're already going back down to the championship. Will it take them 16 years again to go and get themselves right back up to the Premier League? We'll have to wait and see. But the last time Leeds got relegated, it was Big Sam and Bolton Wanderers that sent them down. So Big Sam's done it again and got Leeds relegated, unfortunately for him. And the Leeds faithful, but it's the end of the road for them. Now let's take a look at the final standings for the Premier League table. Obviously, we knew it coming into the last day, but... Manchester City are the Premier League champions with 89 points. Arsenal put up a very good fight for the majority of the season. Fell short. We'll see how they do next season. They, of course, finished second with 84. Manchester United secured third today with a win over Fulham. They're in the Champions League again. Newcastle back in the Champions League, 71 points in fourth place. Ever, uh, sorry, Liverpool. Sorry, Liverpool fans. Very disappointing season for you all overall. 67 points in fifth Europa League. A couple of new teams in the European spots outside of the Champions League and Europa League. Uh, sorry, Brighton will be in the Europa League with in sixth. Aston Villa secured seventh for the Europa Conference League. Back in Europe for the first time in quite some time. So good to see that. Tottenham, awful, awful season, especially after they were third at one point. That loss against Southampton really, really screwed up their entire season. If they'd won that game, they would have gone into third in the Premier League. It's kind of hard to forget, to remember, sorry, that Southampton, uh, Tottenham were in the Premier League top four for most of the season, but finished eighth. Brentford, ninth fantastic season. Fulham round out the top 10 with 52 points. Great season for them. Middle of the pack, Crystal Palace. Chelsea, horrendous year in 12th. Wolves, 13th. West Ham, probably a bit disappointed, but they got to the Europa Conference League final, so we'll see how that ends up for them there in 14th. Bournemouth today finished 15th. Forest in 16th. Everton survived the drop. Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, all relegated. So there you have it. There are the final standings for the 2022-2023 Premier League season, which feels like it's kind of been 
a long one because of the World Cup break right in the middle. It feels like we've just been been doing this for a while. Like the first game of the season was Chelsea versus Everton with Frank Lampard as the manager and Thomas Tuchel as a manager for Chelsea, where now obviously Frank Lampard is a manager of, of Chelsea. His time is done there now. I would imagine his time in the Premier League is likely done for a while too because he was horrible, to put it lightly. But there's obviously a lot of flaws going on in Chelsea. That's not all his fault. And then obviously Thomas Tuchel is the manager of Bayern Munich now after being sacked by Chelsea. And they just won the Bundesliga in what was a a crazy last day of the season there as well. So overall, just a very unique Premier League season, I think is a good way to put it. We had Arsenal push almost all the way, which nobody expected. Everybody had Bournemouth finishing last in the league. Obviously, that didn't happen. Chelsea, horrible. Brighton, Aston Villa end up in European spots, whilst Liverpool don't finish in the Champions League place. A great season overall. A former Premier League champion relegated, which we'll get into a little bit here. But overall, like... Very good season, I think. Very entertaining from many angles. And the last day of the season, the drama was still there right till the very end. So, gotta love it. But today, this is very much a raw reaction to what happened today in the Premier League with Leicester going down after Everton beat Bournemouth 1-0. And I think that's what we'll get into right away here is, I'm not going to talk too much about teams outside of the relegation battle because I think we'll save that for Wednesday and get into it a little bit more then. But for now, let's just address what went down between Everton, Leicester and Leeds. All right. Everton, 1-0 win over Bournemouth. And just like that, Decore becomes an absolute legend on Merseyside with the one goal, which was an absolute screamer to keep Everton in the Premier League for the second season in a row where they've fought off relegation. Everton, one of the few teams who have been in the Premier League since the start. I think it's them, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham. I think those are the six. I don't think I'm missing anybody. Yeah, because Newcastle, City, both been relegated before. Obviously, Villa gone down too in the past. So yeah, those are the only those are the original six. I believe this is now the 69th season in a row. Maybe this next season, whatever, 68, 69. Everton have been in the first division of English football. So from that perspective, good for them, I suppose. I think from another perspective is how have you got yourself into this mess? In back-to-back seasons, did you not learn from your, your mistakes last season? Like, it just seemed like an absolute disaster there. Spending $50 million on on de- uh, a depleted Deli Alley, who's very unfortunate what's kind of happened to him in his career. But you invest in a manager like Frank Lampard, where now it's it's Sean Dice's team. And I think this performance today for, for Sean Dice's Everton was a perfect example of what dice football is supposed to look like it's it's very structured yeah you know they pushed a little bit harder than maybe they would have most days but they really needed that target man up front which Demari Gray to his credit I actually thought a pretty good game he got the lowest rating for Everton today out of the starting 11 which was probably just because he's not playing a role he's used to, right? He's more of a winger inside forward where today he's trying to play a center forward role or a false nine. Like he's the lone man up there. They really, really miss Dominic Calvert-Lewin 
Really, really missed him. But I think this match overall was just a great performance by every single Everton player. Jordan Pickford showed up right at the end with that big save on the half volley from outside the box. Cody, Yurimina, Tarkovsky were were very, very strong back there. Didn't really allow Bournemouth too many chances, especially in the air when they brought on Kiefer Moore. Hit the one opportunity, but he wasn't as close as it maybe seemed. James Garner and Dwight McNeil, great play on the wings as the wingbacks there, especially um, James Garner, who of course is not typically playing in that position, but he had to come in today and did a great job. And he's a, he's only 22 years old. Everton paid a decent chunk of money for Manchester United to sign him. We'll see. Maybe this is a position he needs, but typically is that more of defensive midfielder, center midfielder. So not something he's unused to in the defensive side of the game, but obviously... Great job by him playing our position. Onana, Awobi both had good games too. And then Decore and his midfield partner as well both did a great job. And just this game alone, Everton deserved to win the game and they deserve to stay up because they just played very, very well for 90 minutes. But on the grand scheme of things, this team has to figure it out. They invested a lot of money in this squad, but they're not investing money in the correct ways. And there is no depth to this team. Obviously, a couple of injuries, but here was the bench today. Sims, Holgate, Michael Keane, Welch, McAllister, and uh, Neil Mumpay. Mumpay, I know I butchered that name. I'm no good with names. We've learned that one. And then you have two goalies on the bench too. The squad has no depth at all. I think if they want to improve on anything next season, obviously missing some players too. I shouldn't just say like, oh, this was the team they had all season. Like Patterson didn't play. Uh, Malenko didn't play. These are through injuries. Godfrey didn't play. Seamus Coleman was out. Obviously not the player he was. Tom Davies, Andros Townsend, Calvert-Lewin. So you are missing some decent players there, of course, but... You got to figure it out for when these injuries do happen, you have replacements to step up. So I'm very curious next season to see what Everton is able to do in the Premier League. Again, they need to be pushing for at least mid-table. I remember in the early, mid to the late 2000s, I guess you could say, more than the early ones where Everton were, were pushing for Champions League spots under David Moyes. They finished in a Champions League spot one year when they had guys like James Beattie on the team and Leon Osman and uh, Kevin Kilban was more than likely on those squads as well, if I remember correctly. And it's just like, whatever happened to that team? And I think Brighton and Brentford are, are really good examples of how to invest your money correctly. And that's something that I think Everton and also the world of football in many, many ways needs to figure out how to, how to do that. And even Luton town, who just got promoted, right? Like they, they know how to spend money in positive ways. And that's one area Everton need to embrace. We'll see where they're kind of rumored. They definitely need to find another striker who can score goals for when Calvin Lewin isn't playing. They need someone to step in. Easier said than done, of course, but there's got to be somebody out there who they could invest a lot better money in. Maybe, maybe there's someone on one of the relegated teams they could find, you know, and put a little bit of money into that. We'll see, but for now, Everton staying in the Premier League for the one of the original six teams. If they want to stay in the Premier League again after the end of next season and a year from now, then they need some serious improvements on this squad. I think Sean Dice is the man to to figure that out. 
We'll see. We'll see for Everton, but overall, one of their better performances of the season. And I guess just under Corey too. Like, let's not forget this man was asked to practice on his own when Frank Lampard was around for behavioral issues, I believe. And then when you come in and you get a real manager like Sean Dice is just able to embrace the role. Big role, big goal today against Bournemouth, two big goals against Brighton the other week as well. Big goal against Chelsea mid-March. He's really, really embraced the the role Sean Dice has given it to him. And credit to Dice. I do think this Evans team has a really good core to it. I think the 11 they played today is was actually quite good, minus the striker. Defenders, maybe you want to upgrade on Connor Cody, but Tarkovsky and Yuramina are two very strong defenders and they ain't going to let you mess around in there. They're well hard-nosed players. I guess you could call them traditional centre-backs in a way. I really like Dwight McNeil. DeCorey, like we said, Onana's got a future. He is very, very young, only 21 years old and had a brilliant game today. Very, very athletic player. We'll see how he continues to progress. Awobi has turned his career around in the last year, two seasons, I think it's fair to say. And Damari Gray, good player there as well. You've got you've got a good foundation at Everton. It's now about building around it and adding pieces because Everton Football Club should never, ever, ever be in this position with the amount of money that he's invested into this club. And I know there's a stuff that has happened with the owners and all that, but they need to figure out a way to it. Just finish mid-table next season. And I think Everton fans would much appreciate a less stressful season. Be Crystal Palace for a year. That's all you need to do, Everton. Be Crystal Palace for one season and then establish yourself and keep climbing up the table. And to be honest, get back to where you more than likely belong, where you're pushing for Europa League spots and you're finishing in, in seventh, like Aston Villa did today and got right back up there, which is a great accomplishment for them. Obviously, the team that went down today... In 18th was Leicester City, the Premier League champions, the miracle team. There's not many players from that team left anymore. I believe it might just be Jamie Vardy, if I'm remembering correctly. Maybe. There's, there's probably one other player in there that I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Maybe Ayanacho was there. I can't remember. But either way, Leicester City are down and shocking. I think is a good way to put it. I think at the start of the season, a lot of people hagged and pegged as a team that would push for for some European football. Let's not forget they were in the, the semifinals of a European competition only a couple of years ago. I believe they lost to PSV, if I remember correctly, or Feyenoord, someone from the Dutch League. I can't remember exactly who it was. Maybe I'm wrong in that in general. I know they were in the semifinals of something, but now they're going to be... Uh, they're going to be battling it out on a cold Tuesday night in Stoke next season when they're in the championship. And if there's anything anybody knows about the championship is that it's an extremely difficult league to get out of. The good news is Dean Smith is a manager that has got out of the championship before. It's a positive thing for Leicester, but they have got now a lot of players who are Premier League standard who are not going to want to fight in the championship every single week to try and get back to promotion. And this is a team that has gone through some financial difficulties due to, to COVID-19 and what their owners kind of gone through, obviously the, the original owner of the the family, sorry, I should say that's, that's in charge now passed away. And now his son is in charge of the team. And it is quite unfortunate. I was watching 
Everton and Leicester more, more than anyone today. And it's disappointing. I think it's very disappointing to see a club like Leicester go down. A club, I think, that gave a lot of teams like Brighton and Brentford and any other team that's kind of pushed up the table a little bit. I guess Fulham to an extent this season too. Like Belief that you can compete in the Premier League with the big dogs on... A decent budget, obviously. It's no, there's no one who's really on like a tight, tight budget in the Premier League. Actually, Leicester were this season, and that's a big reason why they got relegated. But Leicester were a team that gave everyone a bit of belief that things could be done in the Premier League outside of a Manchester United, a Manchester City, an Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool. But now they're in a championship, and I think it's going to be... I honestly think it'll be a while before we see Leicester... I hope it's not. I hope they bounce right back up. But you look through the squad and the players who are likely going to be gone. Is James Justin going to leave? Possibly if he wants to keep his England hopes alive. He's still, he's 25. They got him from Luton who got promoted to the Premier League, which we'll talk about on Wednesday. But maybe he goes back to Luton. That's just me speculating for fun. Tielemans is gone. He's been wanting to go for at least a year now. James Madison looks like he's already a Newcastle United player. Jamie Vardy will stick around. I believe he, he believed, I believe he believes the club. He owes the club something. And that's a player that Lester got from nothing, right? And brought him to everything. So I think he'll be gone. Uh, he'll be there. Sorry. Ayanacho will likely be gone. And Harvey Barnes will likely be gone too. And there'll be a few other players mixed in there as well. There's always players that stick around that you don't think will. So hopefully Leicester's able to to keep hold of some players and climb back up. But again, it is very difficult to, to climb out of the championship when you have so many Premier League players. Like it, it, it seems like it's an easy test. Oh, we have the best team to go and do this. But also then you put a massive, you know, there's a massive target on your back. Every single game is a cup final for the other team. You got to fight. I believe it's a 46 game schedule. It's a difficult task and you got to, you got to really, really want it. And we'll find out. It's hard to say right now if Leicester will really, really want it next season with the squad that they have. We'll see. We'll see, but it might be a few years before we see Leicester get back up to the Premier League. Again, I just don't really know how this team went down. I mean, I do know how this team went down, but it should have never have happened. You look at the Premier League standings. Leicester scored 51 goals this season. 51 goals. Here you go for you. Manchester United scored 58 and finished third. The difference, Manchester United allowed 43 goals. Leicester allowed 68. Leicester outscored every single team in the bottom half of the table. Funnily enough, the second closest team was Leeds, who also went down today. Remarkable, really. They scored as many goals as Aston Villa, who finished in in seventh. That's the reason defend, defensively they couldn't keep the ball out of the net. Attacking-wise, they had some great, great players, but there's this whole thing. I, I don't really like it when it gets spread around, but it's like, we're a big club. We don't deserve to be in this spot. History is history. It doesn't matter what you did five years ago, 20 years ago, 10 minutes ago. It's about what you're doing right now. And what Leicester did this season was not good enough to keep them in the Premier League. And it's a very unfortunate situation for a team not so long ago was was lifting an FA Cup, a Community Shield, a Premier League, competing in the Champions League. But they weren't good enough for 38 games. And that is why they were in the spot 
we'll see what happens. I, again, I don't think we'll see Leicester in the Premier League for a few seasons now. Unfortunate. Sorry, Leicester fans. As a Bolton Wanderers fan, I have learned this harsh lesson. And it stinks. But football's a, a crazy sport, and I think that's why we all love it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The other team that went down today was Leeds. Might be the worst defensive team ever. That's an exaggeration, but they are horrendous. 78 goals allowed this season. 79 allowed the season before. Only Norwich City allowed more goals last season than Leeds did, which was 84, by the way. The crazy thing about this, Bielsa, in his first year with Leeds, they finished ninth in the premiership. They allowed that season... 54 goals. What Bielsa was able to do with this Leeds squad was was special. And Leeds weren't able to grab that again. I believe at the time of the sacking of Bielsa, it seemed like the right thing to do. I'm not I'm not a Leeds fan, obviously. And I think fans were a bit mixed because he's the man who was able to get them back to the Premier League after 16 years. I think the frustrating part too for Leeds fans is Bielsa... Finished ninth, like I said, in the Premier League a few years ago. In, uh, I believe it was three years ago now. The club didn't invest a ton of money into him. A little bit, obviously. Sack him. Jesse Marsh comes into the picture. Next thing you know, they're spending money here, there, and everywhere. And Jesse Marsh gets sacked halfway through this season. And then they go through two more managers, Sam Allardyce being the last. Now, I think the frustrating part for Leeds fans is, why didn't you invest that money into Bielsa? What could have been if Leeds United board, the chairman, whoever is, owner, who's investing the money into this club, had given Bielsa a little bit more backing? I'll tell you something, they probably wouldn't have got relegated today. They probably would have been competing with the Brentfords and the Brightfords and the Villas, Spurs, in a top-half push. Maybe you get that Europa Conference League spot. Let's not forget Leeds... Leeds are a big club in England. They have, they've been in Europe before. They believe they finished as high as third or second in the Premier League in the past, at least third. 
They've been to a, a Champions League semifinal when you have players like Harry Kuehl, Mark Viduka, Alan Smith, Woodgate, Dominic Matteo, I think, was still there too. Paul Robinson. James Milner is a, is a Leeds Academy player. It's just crazy to see where this team is at at the moment. Does Big Sam stay? Do you know the funny thing about Big Sam is, so when Leeds got relegated, I believe it was the 2004 season, Big Sam was the manager of Bolton. And on the second, third, last game of the season, Bolton beat Leeds when Big Sam was in charge. And that was the game that relegated Leeds from the Premier League. Well, here we are in 2023 and Big Sam is sending Leeds down to the championship again. I think Leeds actually have a pretty good opportunity to bounce right back up because I don't think their squad is very good. I don't think they will lose many, many players, which will give them the opportunity to just rotate where they kind of want to with transfers in, transfers out. Probably don't lose a ton of guys. Obviously, a few here and there will get picked off, especially guys with high wage bills. Copy back. Does Big Sam return? It's interesting. A lot of teams who are going down to the championship do like to invest in a younger manager, kind of embrace the mold a little bit. But I think Big Sam, with a full season in charge, would do a pretty decent job, whatever team he's at. Everyone just brings him in for these five, six, four game stints in this scenario where it's like, come on, Big Sam, save us from relegation. It's like, well, you're asking the man to do a lot in a limited amount of time and obviously he wasn't able to do it. I don't know if Leeds actually won a game under him. Lost 2-1 to City, 2-2 draw against Newcastle, lost 3-1 to, to West Ham. What if Patrick Bamford would have secured that penalty? We'd be having a, might be having a different conversation today. Actually, maybe. I don't know. It's always hard to say. And it's like even three points wouldn't have saved them, but maybe it changes the momentum of the team going into the last day of the season. Then obviously lost today, 4-1 to Spurs and allowed a goal two minutes into the game. If you're allowing a goal two minutes into a game, that's do or die for your club. You deserve to go down. Leeds were quite frankly not good enough all season. I guess one player who will likely be gone is Tyler Adams. We'll see if if Brendan Aronson stays. I would imagine they want to find some European football somewhere. And also, they were probably here for Jesse Marsh. I think we all know that, so there's no point of hiding the facts. So we'll see what happens. Sign Rutter, Ruta, whatever his damn name is. Never given a chance all season. And obviously, we don't know what happens behind the scenes. Maybe he's just got bad habits in the dressing room or bad habits on the training field more than anything. And 11 games, no goals. Then obviously, Southampton went down, but we knew that one. A little bit ago, thriller today, though, against Liverpool. Imagine if they had played anywhere close to that quality for, for most of the season. I think Southampton will be okay next season, though. So there you go. There you go. I think Wednesday... We'll have a, a bigger look on the Premier League season as a whole. Maybe we'll give out some of those typical awards everyone on YouTube likes to do, including me apparently on Wednesday. We'll see. But again, Manchester City are the champions of the Premier League for the bodies at the fifth, fifth, sixth time, whatever it is. Eighth. No, that's wrong. On this app that I use, they have eight-time Premier League winners, but they also include wins from 1937 and 1968 which is an English football championship, don't get me wrong, but they have, uh, they've won their fifth. Will Manchester City win the treble? I don't know. I, I, I'd be curious. It would be something. 
if Manchester United were able to prevent that from happening. But either way, let's just I'll run through the scores quickly from the last day of the season. Arsenal beat Wolves 5-0. Crazy what happens when you have no pressure on you. Aston Villa secure Europa Conference League spot with an outstanding performance against Brighton. 2-1 win there. Brentford beat City. Do the double over City. City's 26-game win streak or winless streak or whatever it is comes to an end. Chelsea and Newcastle 1-1. There is nobody happier for the Premier League season to be over than Chelsea Football Club, including the, the staff, players, fans. Just give them a summer to reset and see what they can do next year. Palace, Nottingham Forest 1-1. Forest, I believe, didn't win a game away from home this season. Let's see if I can pull that up quickly. They won one game away from home. They had the worst Whole, they had the worst away record in the Premier League this season, but the home record itself was not bad. Tenth in the Premier League, took 30 points at home for Nottingham Forest. You might be wondering who was last. Southampton, Leicester, Everton, and Leeds. Then Chelsea, which is a, a crazy, 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 crazy. Everton obviously won 1-0, staying in the Premier League. Leeds down 4-1. They are heading to the championship. Leicester, 2-1 win. Not enough going down to the championship. Manchester United, 2-1 win over Fulham to secure third in the Premier League. And an absolute thriller at St. James's Park. Uh, sorry, St. Mary's. St. James's Park is Newcastle. And also Exeter, I believe. 4-4 thriller there between Southampton and Liverpool. So there you have it. Leicester, Leeds, Southampton down, Burnley, Sheffield United, and Luton Town up. It's going to be a very, very good season next year. A lot of question marks on a lot of clubs. We'll see what they do. I think on Wednesday, we'll we'll give a, a little bit of a review on each team. Just a little notes here and there. I'll try and do a couple of minutes on each team. And then... Next season, I don't know. I don't know what we'll do. Over the summer, there'll be a lot to talk about. The preseason isn't too far away. I saw some some games where it start July. So really, we only have about four or five weeks off. Obviously, we've got the FA Cup still to come. Another playoff final in League One to see who comes up to the championship in Sheffield Wednesday. And Barnsley, also credit to, to Carlisle today, who beat Stockport on penalties to move up to League One. And obviously the Champions League where Manchester City will hope they are closing out a treble. Worst case scenario, they're trying to close out the double, which is still a fantastic accomplishment when they take on Inter Milan. But for now, we will see you on Wednesday. Thank you for listening to this extra episode presented by Betway. I forgot to say that off the top. Extra time is presented by Betway. 19 plus, please bet responsibly as always. Maybe you want a couple of shekels after the final day of the season or maybe you're waiting for that FA Cup game between United and City who knows maybe you're waiting for the Champions League who knows but either way thank you Betway for all that you do for us and I'm sorry I forgot about you for most of the show but either way there you go (laughs) all right thank you everybody for listening have a great rest of your weekend wherever you are appreciate it farewell sorry Leicester Leeds and Southampton